Um, good evening. Um, it's Andrei Khrunov, African Ambassador in, in Ukraine. Um, and thank you very much to the listeners and for, for, for you having me on the program. Of course, you will have followed what is happening in the media and what is happening in Ukraine. Um, we woke up law, last night at about 3 o'clock with serious explosions um, in the area of, of Ukraine, which, of course, was not expected. We expected um, some action in, in, in eastern um, Ukraine, but not in, in this part of, 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 of the country. In the meantime, it's escalated um, during the day. Um, tonight, we are, we are waiting and we are seeing that in the media, um, places like Chernobyl has fallen. Um, there's been some serious um, um, military uh, incidences in, in many big cities in, in Ukraine. Um, so this is serious. Um, and from our perspective, what we are trying to do is obviously to make sure that the South African citizens are, are being looked after. We have about 50 students all over the country, and those are the ones that have been registered with the, with the embassy. Um, and we've been trying to assist them. And the way that we assist them is to make sure that they, you know, get the information. And we've been talking to them for the last two or three three months. And they have been registered at the embassy since the days of the of COVID two years ago. So we have a, a history of talking to each other and making sure that everybody's fine. But it's not just the South African um, students. It's also the students um, other that are in, especially from Africa that do not have representation in, in Ukraine. Um, and so uh, today I dealt with about 84 of them. So altogether about 110 students. And the way that we, we, we talk to them is that obviously giving them information, not telling them what to do and when to and where to evacuate because that's not our job. South Africa doesn't do that kind of travel advice. But behind the scenes, we do the soft travel advice. And to say to them that what we are hearing, for example, today, that the, the roads are congested and, to, and, and not going to the roads for all the staying house, if they can stay in a bunker or in a basement, um, that would be uh, the safer option. We've heard of, of stories of people going out for seven hours into the traffic and then return um, because they're not just not, not uh, making any progress. So those are the kind of things. The other issue is the fact that um, I've spoken to the Polish ambassador and agreed that we will send through the names and, and passport numbers of the of the students and that they he would then forward it to the borders where they're crossing to facilitate that crossing. I've also spoken to the ambassador, the Romanian ambassador, who agreed um, that the students can come and, and apply for visas at the Romanian border. Um, so that's uh, some of the, the background. Um, obviously, there's other families that are also moving. Um, I went in today, um, uh, myself and, and another diplomat, we were, were there um, with, with local staff and we were still doing um, consular work um, um, and, and, of course, handing out pass, uh, handing passports back of people that applied for, for South African visas and who are now wanting to get their passports back because they need to, you know, to travel um, out of this area. Um, and the other thing is we needed to pay salaries. So life goes on um, and, and we need to be back. So so the embassy has been open. I am still in Kiev, like many, many other ambassadors. Um, I've spoken to quite a number of them over the last two days, making sure that they that we have the same information as that as what they do to be able to inform our citizens and also to make sure that we are safe. I'm still in Kiev with my family. Um, we'll probably sleep in the basement tonight just for in case. Um, and we are expecting some, some attacks in this region um, as well. Um, it's very, very tense. Um, 
but I can tell the South African listeners your taxpayer money is is working. <laughs> and Mr. Kronewald, can you can you, you you spoke about students? Um, is the is the embassy at this stage aware of uh, outside of students? other South African families that are there that you guys are also maybe assisting. And um, my question around them is, what is the the the, the sense from these um, South African students and also the students from uh, other African countries as well as these families? Are they worried, afraid? Do they want to immediately leave? Is the idea to get out and get out as fast as they can? Is, are they? Is there a relative calm? What's the sense among them? Yeah, that is a, actually a very good question, and it's kind of the the the, the issue that I've been spending at least ninety percent of my time on is just to keep them calm. Now you get a couple of of, of you, uh, types of of South Africans or, or in the country. First of all, the students. And, and the students, you also have to break down into, you know, the, the, the students that are in the first year and second year and so on, and they're all worried that they don't get the, they're not really integrated into the um, to society, they don't speak the language, they don't know where to go, you know, all of those kind of things scares them. So you need to speak to them. They're reading the media and they get scared when they read the media, so you need to speak to them and you need to advise them on uh, on what to do. The, the Then you get the, the students in their last year that are, are goal-driven almost, because what they are saying is they don't want to move out, especially in the weeks leading up to, 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 to yesterday or the days even, um, because they're scared that they would lose one day or a class and then they would, wouldn't be able to graduate. So those are the students that behind the scenes are saying, no, no, we don't want to go, don't, you know, don't, 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 don't pressure us to go and so on. So between all of those students, we have to also then, you know, interface with the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Health to make sure that some of these programs are, are, are delivered online for people that are leaving. So that's a whole issue around all of that stuff. Mm. Then you get the other kinds of, 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 of people in the country. It's people either that, are, that come here to do work. It's a big IT country, so there's a lot of IT workers. Um, and then also people that have married um, with, with uh, married Ukrainians. And, and, and the last two categories don't often come to the embassy until they have a, a serious channel. A challenge, and so in the meantime, you don't really know about them. So we are. I'm always saying to people that if there's 200 South Africans in the country, I'd be surprised. There may be many more, um, and there might be, you know, even less than that. But those are the kind of predictions because you simply don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, um, you were saying, uh, Mr. Krunewald, that you you're there with your family. I mean, what's what's how how are you number one how are you feeling and have you been like i'm sure you're at home now as we're speaking how's how are your family i mean you're saying that and you're very composed when you say we'll sleep in the basement tonight and stuff like that i mean but uh, i mean how are you guys this is how 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 does how are you actually in the middle of all of this because it sounds like a lot it sounds like you've had a heck of a day and you've now had to come home now you have to worry about your personal life. You're going to sleep in the basement. Yeah. You have yeah. No, it's hectic. Um, and but what I tell them is that this is an opportunity for us to really spend quality time with 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 each other. 
Um, and it's also a time that, you know, we need to stand up. But um, and, and, you know, just be counted because in, in years to come, if you fold now, um, you will not only lose respect for yourself, but also, you know, for your position in your family. So it's a, it's a, it's a good time to learn about your own character for one. And for mm. the other one, it's also, you know, just to, to be together and to have all these memories and in, in hopefully in future to say that we've done this together. Um, but also I'm very cognizant of the fact that I need to, you know, just look at my body language and the way that I deal with things so that I don't create, you know, tension in the house in terms of people saying, seeing that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm overly worried or whatever. Obviously, I mean, I can't, you know, be too, too flippant about the whole story. But, to, but mm. just to make sure that we are, you know, that we are genuine about the, 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 the danger um, mm. and that we're taking it serious and that we are, are there to, to make sure that our families are safe. My last question to you, because I don't want to keep you on uh, for too long, uh, is you said that this morning uh, it was a very sudden uh, uh, hearing of obviously uh, a bombing sounds in the background and or close to you guys yeah. or whatever. When and and I'm sure on your way to work or this morning or whatever, or you would have seen the streets and the people. Uh, uh, what was the feeling at that point? And I'm sure I'm not sure, Mr. Kronvald, if you've ever experienced anything like it before. But could you give us that? Uh, yeah. No, I have experienced it. I was in Bosnia during the time of the, the Bosnian um, war, and I used to stay in the holiday in there, and they used to put mattresses in front of the windows because the snipers were shooting everybody. So I've been in it, but this is different. Uh, there I was alone, and I just went in and out, and it was all about you know uh, sharing the South African truth and reconciliation um, um, issues with, with Bosnia, which in the end happened. And by the way, for the for the... Um, for the listeners, there was a South Africans um, did a heart transplant in a container um, in Bosnia at the time, and I think it was gift of the givers that were organising it. So, so incredible stories around that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, for now, um, this uh, Kiev is the seventh um, busiest traffic city in the world. And I've never gone to the office this quickly. So it was open. There was nobody outside. And, and if you look at all the congestion in the roads outside, I spoke about the seven hours. Um, it was easy to get to the office. But there was a, almost a solemn feeling about the city. because there's a, there's a, a, it's an emergency called out. Um, so there's not a lot of people in the in streets. Um, or, you know, people are serious. Um, but when you get to the embassy, <laughs> you know, people become, you can see the tenseness, but um, people are, are are kind of, you know, looking for that smile and, you know, just having a coffee and, and, and reminiscing about the, you know, 24 hours yeah. before that when people were relaxed. But tonight, a lot of the people will sleep in the undergrounds. Um, um, and, and, and Ukraine has one of the deepest underground um, escalators in the world. So... So, so people will go there because they're concerned about the, you know, the bombing that might come tonight. So, so it's a serious, serious situation. People are scared. Um, um, but then, if, then again, when I spoke to our translator from the embassy, and he lives just outside the city, he said to me that he went to a to a market this morning and that he was walking there and people were selling fruit and so on. Um, I think it's probably part of this whole thing, just to almost, if you can't have a normal life, let's just force it to be normal. 
um, because it's that you know that absolute you know uh, scaredness and 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 not to pretend that it's this deadly situation that you're living. Mister mm. Khrunabout, have you heard of any fatalities with any um, South African citizens at this stage? I have not. I have not. Uh, fortunately, um, we have not heard anything about that. Um, the people that I know that have spent time on the roads have, have, have said that you know that it's a, it's not an easy thing. You have to, in some cases, take shortcuts through bushes and you know woods and and all these kind of things. Um, but I have not heard from any casualties um, with regard to that. No. Okay. And then uh, I had my question. Uh... Uh, oh, uh, have, has the Ukrainian government uh, uh, been quite forthcoming with the citizens there with you guys? Have they said, or do you know, or do you have some understanding about how long you guys might be living under this? Yeah, there's no talk about that. Um, I have spoken. They have phoned me very early this morning just to make sure that they have the the the, the cell phone numbers and and everything. We have during the COVID um, month we started. I actually started a WhatsApp group between all the ambassadors in in Ukraine. Okay. Um, so so that could be you. So we share all the time because things happen and and so on. And we ask each other, you know, who's in and and, and who's taking families out and so on. So we will well aware of what everybody is doing. Mm. Um, and so the foreign ministry also contacted us, but I think they are inundated now with, with, with pressure. But later in the day, they did, did ask, you know, if anybody has left and so on. I think the whole issue of, of, of embassies leaving is having a major, major impact. Um, the, the, the whole situation is having an impact on the economy. But mm. every time people leave, there's other people looking at them and, you know, following them and so on. So it's something that they are tracking all the time and monitoring. Um, so I had a telephone a call in that regard. Um, but for now, I also said to them that we have some responsibilities here. We are still here. We okay. will leave when when we believe that, um, you know, it's, a, it's a, too dangerous. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm always cognizant of the fact, of the fact that, um, you know, if, if I jump and I'm the captain of the ship at this stage, I will be, I will, it will hang around my neck for the rest of my life. So I'm very worried about that and, and, and making sure that the students are, you know, that we are there for them. Um, and mm. making sure that even if we don't physically go and fetch them, that we are there for guidance and advice and, and, and all of that. Mm. Um, and that's what I believe is just part of the responsibility. So we are here. Yeah.